This is 10 Minutes of Science, a Women in Ophthalmology initiative supported by Johnson & Johnson. We have invited ophthalmologists who are leaders in their field to discuss a journal article of their choice. My name is Robin Troutbeck. I'm talking today to Jennifer Van Gaskin. She is a consultant ophthalmologist at the Royal Victorian Eye and Ear Hospital and a principal investigator at the Centre for Eye Research Australia, where she leads the ocular fibrosis research. In 2021, she was named a superstar of STEM by Science and Technology Australia. She's the director of the Australian Vision Research and a board member of the Australian and New Zealand Glaucoma Society. Thanks for being involved in 10 Minutes of Science, Jennifer. Thanks for having me, Robin. Which paper have you chosen to review today and why have you picked it? Today, I have chosen the Latanoprost for Open Angle Glaucoma Study, also known as the UK Glaucoma Treatment Study, which was a study that was published in The Lancet in 2015. I chose this paper because even though on the surface it seems like such a simple and straightforward study comparing latanoprost in the treatment of open angle glaucoma patients, I think we all feel like we know that surely it's going to be effective. It's actually never been done before. And it's actually, it's a very well performed, a very high quality study that provided outcomes more than just the efficacy of latanoprost, but also provided other um, really surprising outcomes that are, re- are useful, not for only for clinical practice, but in the research arena as well. So what did they do in the trial? How did they conduct it? It was a randomized multi-center triple mask placebo controlled trial that was carried across 10 different uh, ophthalmology centers in the UK. They recruited consecutive patients with newly diagnosed open angle glaucoma that primarily consisted of primary open angle glaucoma patients and pseudo exfoliation. And there was no pigment dispersion syndrome um, patients included. And all these patients were newly diagnosed, previously untreated subjects. The study design was very closely based on that of the early manifest glaucoma treatment trial which most of us are familiar with, and if not, I'm happy to come back and discuss the study in another episode. Uh, But patients were randomized one-to-one to to latanoprost or latanoprost vehicle to be applied once daily in both eyes. The drops were provided in identical-looking eye drop bottles, whether it be latanoprost or the vehicle, and labeled only with the patient's identification number assigned for the trial. So neither the patient, the clinician, or those who were um, assessing the outcomes knew which group the patient or the subject belonged to. So um, that's how we got the triple randomization. That's right. What did their results show? So the primary endpoints was for the study was a visual field progression or um, deterioration of their visual field. So there was a very strict criteria on what counted as visual field progression. And it was at least three visual field locations on the Humphrey automated visual field on the CETA standard um, algorithm. Uh, So three visual field locations worse than baseline at the less than 5% level in at least three consecutive reliable visual fields. And then at least three visual field locations worse than the baseline at the same level in the two subsequent reliable visual fields. So it was very strict criteria as to what determined progression. But the primary outcome was actually the time to visual field deterioration within 24 months. 
And how did they, they used a particular technique, didn't they, to try and show that there was um, progression. So this, this is how they managed to get some results in such a short time because yes. most glaucoma trials are so lengthy in order to actually show a field loss. Absolutely. So how did they so do that? This is the first time this technique sort of being um, implemented or incorporated into a clinical trial. So they used a clustering technique of performing visual fields. So they actually performed the page, the subjects had to do 20 visual fields across 11 visits or 12 visits. If you count a training visit, which started before the actual visit that counted in the trial. So 20 fields across 12 visits in a 24 month period. And so the patient got to have a practice of doing two fields in one go at training visit 10 at zero, so the visit zero, and then from visit one, visit one and visit two, which are two months apart, they did two fields each time. And then three monthly, they did single fields three monthly after that. But then at 18 months and at 24 months, they did a few more clustering of two lots of fields. So if you uh, your patients are anything like mine, they hate coming to do visual fields. Yep. I don't know how they managed to convince these patients yeah. to do so many fields, but it certainly paid off because instead of most glaucoma trials demonstrating an endpoint or visual field progression at five years, they were actually able to demonstrate a change at 12 months, which is just the yep. unbelievable for most of us. But it's true what you're saying. It'd be very hard to do this in the real world. It just it seemed to be. be a research technique. Yeah, I imagine at the moment. Yeah. So what did the authors conclude? Uh, so the conclusions, I think unsurprisingly, was that latanoprost is effective at delaying or preventing visual field progression or visual loss in patients with open angle glaucoma. They found that 25% in the placebo group had reached a, the deterioration endpoint compared to 15% in the latanoprost group at 24 months. And by being on latanoprost, it also delayed the time to visual field deterioration. So this was evident um, by 18 months in the latanoprost group for those who were going to progress and only 12 months in the placebo group. Um, but the another conclusion from the investigators, as we'd already mentioned, was that we can, in fact, demonstrate visual loss in an open angle glaucoma trial by 12 months with the special technique adopted by the investigators whereas previously most trials would take up to five years to demonstrate uh, visual loss in glaucoma because of the nature of the disease. So this has implications for future glaucoma trials? Yes, that's right. And it has implications on, on treating the patient too, because then yes. we don't have to wait five years to know whether it's effective or not. But do you have to do that clustering field in order to be sure? So my take, you know, my take home message from this study is that don't throw away the field, because I think these days okay. we have such, such sophisticated technology like OCTs, yeah. uh, but they you know, OCT software analysis is very complex and often can have reliability uh, problems because of how much processing there is. Um, and I'm sure you have times when you look at the OCT and it's, you know, normal one time and deteriorating the next time and then back to normal again and you don't know yes. what to make of it. Whereas fields um, are more consistent because um, it is a functional measure. Yep. So I think, you know, even though patients don't enjoy don't like it, it. I think yep. we, can't, we can't abandon visual fields. 
yeah. um, entirely. Yeah, and regular visual fields are still very worthwhile. Another thing that I got from the study was that there was a significant number, and you said there was 25% of the placebo group who showed um, field progression and 15% in the latanopros group. But that left uh, quite a large proportion of people who didn't progress in the two years. That's um, right. Can we draw any information from that? Yeah, absolutely. So this echoes the findings from the early manifest glaucoma trial that was done, you know, decades ago now. Yeah. And it shows that open angle glaucoma can be very a, a very slow, pro, slowly progressive disease or even not that progressive. And back when the early manifest glaucoma trial was done, there was a question about whether we should be treating patients with newly diagnosed open angle glaucoma because we weren't sure whether they progressed or not. Yeah. So this, again, echoes the findings from that. And it's not actually unacceptable to monitor some of your newly diagnosed glaucoma yeah. patients for a while because everyone's got a different rate of progression. Yeah. Some people might not progress initially, but then progress a bit faster later on. You know, things like that change. So it is completely reasonable to, to monitor your patients. As long as you're monitoring carefully, that's I right. suppose. Yeah, that's key. right. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for coming along today, Jennifer. And we can certainly conclude that we must continue to do lots of visual fields on our glaucoma <laughs> patients. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Robin. Thank you for joining us today on 10 Minutes of Science. See you next time.